Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, we do many things to avoid suffering. We tend to want the easiest way possible. When there is suffering of any kind, we tend to complain. There are lots of voices in this world trying to get us to take the path of least resistance. We want glory without the hard work. We want to solve our problems without any sweat or tears. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. We have our heads down, down to the ground. We're looking for food as sheep often do. We are often not mindful of those around us, but simply we go wherever our hunger leads, wherever the next blade of grass is. In this world, voice after voice will say, come this way or that way. False teachers say, eat over here and you will be blessed and full. Or give me your money and we will give you great rewards. Or buy this, subscribe to that, and your wildest dreams will come true. They are only a click away. And often, like sheep, we give to those that promise us the most in return. We want the easy way out. But those who would entice us to sin, they're not looking for our best interest. They are looking out for their own interest. In our gospel lesson, we have leaders who were supposed to point people to the Savior who was to come, Pharisees and Sadducees, priests in the temple of God. But all the while, they pointed the people not to the Savior, but to dependence on them. The Pharisees and the Sadducees at the temple were looked to as the source of God's word. But instead, Jesus pointed out that they had made the temple into a den of thieves. Jesus said to those false teachers in our gospel today, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the sheepfold, enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. Now these thieves and robbers... They were there to take from the sheep. They wanted good things in this life by using and abusing God's sheep. But anybody who is supposed to speak for God, Jesus said, must go through the door. And he later says, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep, they did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved 
and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief, he only comes to steal and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. A true teacher delivers Jesus to the sheep. And true sheep recognize the good shepherd's voice. They know the voice of Jesus. It's a voice that offers truth instead of escape. It is a voice that shares the truth about what love really is. That love suffers and gives for the sake of the beloved. It is a voice that leads to heaven, but only through the cross. Now, don't get this message wrong. When I am sick or suffering, I go to the doctor. I want the doctor to give me the solution for my pain that takes the path of least resistance. If I have too big of a splinter, I want to be knocked out. Not really, but (laughs) close. In other words, I do not embrace suffering. I don't do it. Neither do I think that we should try to find things in this world that make us suffer. It do, that doesn't make any sense. So what is the point here? The point of this sermon is to help us to not fall for all of those voices in the world that make all sorts of promises without any commitment. Not so long ago, I heard about this dating service, uh, this dating service website that got hacked. The name of the service was AshleyMadison.com. This was a dating site for married people that wanted to have affairs. The promise was, you can have the joy and and sexual release without having to deal with any of the headaches of marriage. The idea was that in marriage you would have to work too hard or you would have to come to terms of forgiveness or you would have to admit that you were wrong before your relationship could be restored to physical intimacy. The website promised physical intimacy without any hard work at all. Basically, it was just like any porn website that you can find. When the website was hacked, it became known that many prominent people were using this website, even one person who was famous for being a Christian. You know, this website, it promised fulfillment, but it destroyed the people that used it. Just as all sin does. Sin promises things that God alone wants to provide us without any of the love, the hard work that God requires. Love is the fulfillment of the Ten Commandments, and as we see from the cross of our Good Shepherd, love endures suffering. Love doesn't visit the website, love talks 
with his or her spouse. Love doesn't cheat on the taxes or in school, but rather it pays his or her due. Love doesn't disrespect authority, but submits, recognizing that they are put there by God's discretion. Love hears the voice of the good shepherd, who alone lays down his life for the sheep. Now, if at this point you're feeling pretty guilty, then you're listening to the truth. Only Jesus is without sin, and he alone is love incarnate, for he alone has fulfilled the Ten Commandments. You and I, on the other hand, are sheep that Jesus came to save. As I was making those lists, I think we should all feel guilty because we all have sinned. The fact that all sin, that all of us sin though, it doesn't make sin okay, but rather it shows us we need help. We need a savior. And that is the reason that Jesus came. Peter says, For you were like you were straying like sheep, but you have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. You know, we cannot save ourselves. We can't save ourselves from our sin that each and every one of us has. This sermon is meant to point out that we are all, that we all like sheep have gone astray. But thanks be to God, the Lord has laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. It should also be noted that as sheep, We can't even will ourselves to do what God requires. A shepherd could tell a sheep all day long that he should, I don't know, shear himself. He's not going to shear himself. He can't do it. But the one thing that we can do as sheep, since the good shepherd has already found us and called us by name in the waters of holy baptism, the one thing that we can do as sheep is to stay close to the shepherd. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his words, you have been healed. Now, stay close to him. The early church showed us how to stay close to the good shepherd. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of the bread, and prayers. And what was the sum of the apostles' teaching? It was this that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. The death and resurrection of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins 
is the fulfillment of the scriptures. It is the teaching of the apostles. Daily, the early church gathered around that teaching. Today, we are gathered around that teaching. It is the teaching of the apostles. It is the teaching of University Lutheran Church. When we hear this teaching, We are listening to the voice of our good shepherd. As Jesus said, referring to himself, the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. And when he has brought out all his own, he goes before them and the sheep, they follow him for they know his voice. A stranger like the voices that we hear so often promising the easy way out. A stranger, the sheep, will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of the stranger. May the good shepherd lead his entire church to the green pastures of heaven, where thankfully all suffering will one day come to an end. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.